0: is High Fiving with Knives. I'm Don. We
1: think it's so awesome you can just wait till I'm up and about and then totally tele- hijack the beginning of the show. You told me to. This is true. Uh, do you know what episode it is?
0: It is episode 5.
1: Congratulations, Ryan and Don. Do you it? read that off the screen? Do I what, what, what? Do you read that off the screen? No. Okay, you know this off the top of your head. I oh, you don't know actually listen to these episodes, yes, so I, you know exactly where we I are. I
0: actually keep them and listen to them and mm-hmm. yeah, evaluate.
1: Well. Fortunately, no, no real anniversaries to celebrate this week. Breaking with our high-fiving with knives tradition, uh, we're kind of we're kind of going without a rudder here. But what is that? What's, <laughs> <it>? What's the <that laughs> metaphor I'm looking? Sailing, sailing without a rudder. Sailing without Trying a rudder. Trying to drive without paddling a steering with wheel. With, uh, paddling without a canoe. But, but
0: oh wait. Paddling without an oar. Can you paddle without can something you to paddle with? with? Canoe, you can, with, canoe without an oar, maybe. Canoeing without a paddle. High-fiving with knives, people. What metaphor are we looking for but, here? But so here's,
1: my, but you can't paddle. You can't.
0: So be, would it be hmm. like driving without a steering wheel?
1: Yes, that's what I, I said that before. Um. Anyways, enough of the metaphor. Maybe with the
0: broken drive call, uh, drive shaft.
1: <laughs> Come on. So you say you're from you say you're from Southern California, but you <laughs> have, you have a certain Michigan, uh, like soft, chewy center to your hard outer candy shell of California. I can't
0: help it. Both my parents were raised in Michigan. My dad taught me and my sister how to fix our cars. This is true. So I loved my car.
1: In, in the spirit of um, us. Going upriver without a without a, um, a paddle. I'm going to let you go ahead and start the topics off. That was it. As you spill all over yourself.
0: Hey, I only dribbled a little bit of water down my chest. It's cold.
1: Do you, do you, do you catch my subtle slam? No, I missed it. Uh, I'll let repeat that. In the, in, in the spirit of, of going upriver without a paddle, uh, Don, would you please uh, let us start off with your first topic here?
0: Thanks, buddy. No problem. Thanks. So what I want to talk about is a wedding that we both went to about a month ago, right?
1: What do you know? It's one of my topics too.
0: Hey, hater face, I brought it up first. What do you want to talk about? I want to talk about the sermon.
1: Okay, go for it.
0: So, can you, can you fill us in from the beginning what yeah, the sermon is about? Let, let, let me tell a little story high five with knives. So, we're in a church, and this church is, you know, pretty typically a Catholic church, you know, high ceilings. Sort of, sort of bar- bargain basement stained glass windows. I wasn't really that impressed with it.
1: No, no, yeah, you're right. It was, it was, uh, it was pretty...
0: You know, there were some pretty uh, price clubby saints in there. And then, you know, the priest comes in. He does this priest thing like, hey, you know, we're going to have a, an alternative sermon. First of all, if you're having a traditional Catholic wedding, except it was kind of Catholic light. We didn't go with the full mass. But still, if you're going to have a Catholic wedding, don't you want a real sermon... Do you do you really want the the priest winging it? No, I do th- you want him to start out with five minutes of sports metaphors?
1: If it, if it's going to be a cath a good old Catholic mass, I want, I want I, I want, want diet, every piece, I don't want diet Catholic. I want twelfth century you know liturgy. Is that the right word? I'm looking for? Uh,
0: liturgy. I don't think I don't know, so. I'm not enough
1: of a knowledgeable a going person knowledgeable churchgoing person knows exactly how to pronounce these words. But I I want, <laughs> I, want I want saints evoked that haven't been invoked in like ten centuries. I want the craziest mass ever.
0: (laughs) Sorry, our cat is putting her head in the box. It's awesome. Hey,
1: that's boring for the podcast. No one listening (laughs) wants to know about our cats. Anyways, um, that's why I was trying to subtly ignore it while you were pointing it out. But it was so funny. No, it's funny. It's funny if you were here and if you care about cats. Which eliminates mm, all of our audience, if there was one. But anyways, um, start so talking about this. This uh, whatever
0: our audience is, Ariel, and you've just alienated no, our audience. She doesn't
1: even listen either. But keep going, <laughs> keep going with this, with this church story.
0: Okay, so the the priest busts out with this. You know, you're responsible for their marriage, and you're responsible for making sure they're happy and successful. First of all, priest, I don't want to be responsible for anybody else's marriage. I have a hard enough time just taking care of myself, and then there's my immediate family, and then you know, there's my close circle of friends and then there's my outer, outer circle of friends and then there's Tom's close circle of friends and then there's Tom's other circle of friends and then there's the people he hasn't seen for a while who are still very close friends this is not high on my list of priorities to make sure they have a happy wedding and no. they have a happy marriage I'm, I wasn't really a fan of the interaction how did, how did you feel when the well, priest like shouted out to the crowd and then went around and asked for well, words. He was,
1: he was he was trying to do, he was he was a man, maybe his fifties. Right? You say fifties, probably fifty-year-old. Maybe. I mean, certainly not forties.
0: No, he wasn't in his forties. He was definitely at least fifty.
1: Um, you know, trying trying to bring a certain amount of like bombastic flavor without going all without going uh, fire and brimstone on this crowd. It was a it was a pretty conservative Catholic church. I mean, they had crosses out front representing the, the amount of aborted fetuses every day. I mean, it, it was it was a church that I don't feel comfortable in churches normally, but just because you know I.
0: Because you're gonna bur- burn. I'm gonna burn in hell. House.
1: I don't want to be reminded of that on a daily Sorry. basis. But <laughs> I was especially like uncomfortable in this church because this is this is not only a church. Cause I mean, I'm used to I'm used to hometown hippie liberal churches where it's like, oh, right. you know, like like God loves you, He loves everybody. like gay orgies during the sermon. Uh, it's fine. I mean, we love everybody here, but this one was much more uh, hard line. You know, we are Catholic. Not only are we Catholic, but we are, like, one step away from Mel Gibson's version of Catholic. <laughs> and creepy
0: Catholic is, I believe, the term you're searching yeah, for. Yeah, creepy
1: Catholic. Uh, what was that? What were we talking about? We were it.
0: talking about the interactive sermon. Yeah,
1: so this guy was trying to do to bring this kind of, like, you know...
0: Excuse me, a homily, for those of you who are right. actually Catholic.
1: Trying to bring this kind of, like, you know, conversational, talky sermon, but at the same time, you know, towing that, like, heart. Like, there's t- a setup you can see a mile away. The idea was that, you know, this sermon... Or, 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 sorry, this, 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 you know, if you came here to celebrate, what was it, a wedding? If
0: you're here to celebrate a wedding, get out. There's not going to be a wedding here today. It's going
1: to be a marriage. And India is right. like, oh, you know, marriage is the foundation of, all, of community and the foundation of, of family. And, you know, and all, all marriages, of course, don't fail. If you are only strictly adhering to the Catholic guidelines of how to live a life,
0: exactly, you know, uh, if this, there's just one man and one woman, and you both are fucking miserable for the entire rest you of know, your life, if it's he's cool if he's beating her, if she's cheating on him. You know, as long as they go to church, it's fine, whatever.
1: Um, but, it, yeah, but the idea is, and it's the stupid idea of you know, marriages are saved by a couple's faith and a couple's ability to come together as a family and their belief in God, and it just like you know,
0: and all of the things that he was describing to me. Do not have, Do not require the, the ability to believe in God. Talking to your partner right. does not require the, the ability to believe in God. Experiencing things with your partner. Making sure that you have a good relationship. Right. You know, helping out around the house because maybe the other partner is too fucking tired to do anything. Yeah. That is not something that you need to believe in God to do. And I understand where he was coming from being that, you know, he was a representative of God and all that. Yeah. However, that is not something... That is necessarily required.
1: But see, I, I find an even more extreme standpoint, being being the, the 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 um doomed to hell atheist that I am. Sorry, like, buddy. You know, pray together. No, like talk to each other. Like go to church. Well, sorry, John, but no, go fucking you know take your family out on a picnic together. Like if you want to if you want to start finding a way to build and grow your marriage, don't fucking do church stuff. Don't well, do God stuff. I mean-
0: it's the same the same principle, right? I mean, you don't have to pray together. You can do things like a podcast together. You can do things like ride your bike. You can cook together, which is incidentally one of the things that he mentioned that I didn't actually notice God putting on, you know, oven mitts and taking meatballs out of the
1: Well, I mean what is what he's really trying to say there is cooking together, well, really it's it's as long as one person doing all the eating and one person doing all the cooking i mean really that's that's the heart of his <laughs> fucking no i'm I mean i'm sure it's his fucking you know that subtext of that was like as long as a woman's cooking it's okay the marriage will succeed as long as the guy is eating what she cooks and it's fine um Dang. but just this just relationship fucking relationship
0: is never going to work out yeah
1: but it was it was it was a pretty ridiculous sermon but um anyways
0: so that that was my beef was Interactive service, diet Catholic slash Catholic light, uh, crazy, crazy metaphor. I don't know. I it just I would feel cheated if I paid to rent the church and rent the priest, and that was what I got for my. You know, it's like I don't, I don't know if I'm if I'm gonna dress up, if I'm gonna invite people I've never met or, you know, have seen very infrequently, to celebrate something that's that is so momentous that it. You know, it it requires this this gathering, this you know, let's gather in a place with crosses on the lawn. Oh, and it snowed. That was nice. True. Um, no, I, was, I don't, I don't, I don't want the priest using it as his personal like. Let's all. I don't. I don't want it to be a come to Jesus meeting. I guess is what I'm saying.
1: No, understandably, but the problem is, is that for institutions like any any Catholic church or any church for that matter any gathering of people has a potential to be a come to Jesus moment for them and, and the people, their potential congregants. And it's just one of those things where it's like, it's always, it's always recruiting. It's always recruiting. It's always recruiting. Which is why the Jews are awesome because they're not always recruiting. But yes. oh well.
0: Speaking I of recruiting.
1: Too. I'm sorry?
0: I said speaking of recruiting, we had a visitation on Saturday.
1: By who? Oh, our <laughs> Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> yes. Um Well, we'll save that for another time. All right. But anyways, I'm basically basically delivering the message that we're going to, you know, Burn fraternity in hell. Not much more subtly in the sense of handing out pamphlets about family life. And the yeah, nature, and but.
0: how you should be married before you cohabitate.
1: Right. That's okay. We will live in our ungodly. Uh, and we also vote too, which is probably equally as yeah, equally as I work. sinful for the Jehovah's According Witnesses. According
0: to most, most uh, organized religions, this, this partnership was doomed anyways because I work. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't cook tonight. You I did. Work.
1: I saw someone's vagina at work yesterday.
0: Gross. Why?
1: Not on purpose. Totally by accident. And it was not my fault. What?
0: <laughs> I like how this is the first time we're hearing about this.
1: Because I still am processing the fact that I saw someone's vagina at work.
0: Why? How? You were at work.
1: I was at work. I saw somebody's vagina at how work. How does
0: this even happen? I'm you don't glad- work at a strip club.
1: I'm glad you asked, on. Now I, I, I'm not going to talk about where I, where I work, obviously. Well, clearly, Ever. no one might describe the job, but I work in an office, as most of us do. In this office, I saw well, a vagina. Well, as most
0: people listening to this podcast probably do.
1: Sure, as a lot of people do. But it's a situation we can you can envision. You can take yourself there if you will. You can make a word picture. Let me, let I'm, just, a I'm just not
0: excluding the blue collar list. No, it's talk. true,
1: dude. But. You know, everyone can, can put in their their in their minds' eye the idea of a typical office,
0: right? Which does not involve vagina flashing.
1: No, no. Usually, when you think of offices, you think of you know clothes. staplers, clothes, clothes uh, ties, PowerPoint presentations, shirts,
0: laptops,
1: right? Things things that don't usually preclude those
0: stupid little USB things that your boss insists on using, right?
1: You know, that's t- in typical PG office hijinks,
0: right? Like, oh, no, all the coffee, all the coffee papers in my chair. Hee, hee, hee. Exactly.
1: And so yesterday I went to go, we have a kitchen in our office. It's not a nice kitchen, the microwave, you know, uh, coffee maker, toaster. But now I know we have a toaster. I'm going to start buying my own bagels. P.S. But we have awesome. It's not nature. Typical office kitchen. Right. Uh, went there to eat my lunch, like I do. Uh, took my lunch out of the microwave, walked, started walking back to my desk. Right. Glanced over and you know, you look around when you're walking around. You, you yeah. know, just don't stare. Sort of head like like an office sometimes zombie. Sometimes
0: it's very important to look and
1: around. Just look around, you know, checking out things while I'm walking. Uh, you know, there's a cubicle. You know, there's a computer. There's a stapler over there. Some paper folders. There was a vagina. What a vagina! There was a vagina right right there, and someone's cubicle. Someone had had was bending over to pick up oh. some paper something off that obviously fall on the ground. Skirt, no underwear clearly a vagina that
0: is unacceptable vagina. not even a thong like there couldn't have been any writing
1: if there was writing it must have been in like, sp- like spelunking at that point like it was Ow. lots of vagina but back vagina ew it was weird and awkward and i quickly shuffled to my desk because i didn't know i didn't know what to do what do you do when you see a genitalia in the workplace un- in un- unintentionally
0: uh i don't know
1: Super. Is that something you tell super. HR about? No, I'm not. I'm not going to. Like no, I like, was
0: walking past so and so's desk, and uh, this person was bending over and was not wearing undergarments. That's gonna be like, what well, were, were you looking? Were you trying to look like down
1: there? I was like, no, I was just I was standing up straight. I was, I you mean, know, looking at eye level, and I saw a vagina. Like that's not at eye level. I'm not saying the vagina was at my eye level but I'm saying like my eyes I was not like bending over or like picking up something I was like walking and so my eyes were at typical eye level if you're walking I still managed to see a vagina anywho that was strange I
0: don't know if I'm okay with
1: this I'm not okay with it either dude I am not okay with seeing weird strange vagina at work no no not good not good yeah I want to see normal office things
0: I kind of want to ask who it was now.
1: No, I can't tell you who it is because I'm like, if. if Do I, I know this person? No. And if I, but if I like introduce you at like a picnic, it's gonna be awkward because so then then she'll, i I'm not, I'm not, I never have told anybody, nor will I ever ever tell anybody about you and people listen to this podcast that I've seen <laughs> So therefore, I'm not gonna tell you who it is. No offense. To you. Fine. Okay. Um. So what's your next topic, Don?
0: But now I'm gonna wonder.
1: And that's almost part of it, though, too. It's, like, oh, eternally, like, whose vagina is the No, unseen. that's
0: not okay, because not? now, anytime you introduce me to somebody, I'm going to be like, was it you? Was it your I'm vagina? Gonna, <laughs> I'm going to look for panty it's <laughs> Like, are you not wearing underwear? Like, hmm. Do you have a proclivity to wear short skirts and bend over?
1: But the thing is, like, obviously she had no idea either. It was one of those situations where just, like, and I, and I'm, I almost got a feeling, too, like, I'm, like, five seconds after I walk past, she, she might have realized it and been like, oh, I hope no one saw so, like, I was almost more, I was probably more embarrassed than she was at that point. Because, like, if, if she had turned around or somehow, like, somehow it was known to the both of us that I'd seen her vagina, like, I would probably have to quit. Because it would be so fucking awkward for the next, like, the, whatever. yeah, forever. For the next forever. ever. So, anyways, what's your next topic?
0: I'm wildly not okay with i it. Dis- I'm okay. I'm, okay I'm with, disturbed with the um, that, the amount of how not okay I am with this. I, I can't even form coherent Well, it's not like I got like, right like aroused
1: now. by it. I wasn't. I, I, trust me, like I got like an un—I got an inverse boner. It was just like I am. This is so <laughs> awkward. Like I have never been less sexually aroused. Like it was bad, man. It was bad.
0: That's like harassment towards you. No,
1: it just—it's one of the things. Well, that's the thing. Is like that's why it has to be like just buried. Like I can't. Like besides the fact that I'm talking about it, I'm on something I'm disseminating to the public. Mm-hmm. I just can't. I cannot. It's done. Like cool. it's done. Okay, so Ugh. what's your next topic?
0: My next topic is I want to start a program. And okay. I'm not really sure how to go about this program. Is it a computer program? It is not a computer I program. I was going to say. But anyways. No, it's more <laughs> like, a, you know, the big sister, little sister programs sure. kind of? True. Sure. I want to adopt Republicans. And I want Democrats to adopt Republicans. But like like, like full-on like adults? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> I feel like... You know, some of them are just mi- misguided, and sure. you know, maybe there are the the hardcore billionaires out there who really do believe that.
1: Basically, so you know, what? along those lines, you need homeless people to adopt Republicans. That's the way you totally go for it. That's the way you like flip the script on these people.
0: I just, I feel like they're they're so misinformed, and they're just, you know, some of them are very rational people. I mean, we've met very rational conservatives. One of your good friends is very conservative, yeah. pretty rational. Ended up not exactly endorsing the gw and i was very proud of him for that
1: yeah now is it it's it's so yeah, that'd be good
0: i was just kind of wondering like is is this a good plan like if if i was to present you with the document and said tom can i sign you up for you know 10 hours of service like
1: one on one like like you know take you know
0: just maybe engage them like why do you think that you know why do you think that barack obama wasn't well, maybe not a birther. But, you know, like, why do you think the health care is going to be the end of the civilized world? Sure,
1: sure. Okay, so I, I see what you're saying. So you're saying direct intervention with a personal face to it.
0: Right. Hmm. You know, maybe maybe not attacking them anymore. Just saying, you know, let's have a conversation. Like, I don't agree with crazy government spending either. However, I also don't agree with this. You know, maybe we can have a have a little come to do this meeting. Like a gigantic one.
1: Could I get two smacks in or two hits, two blows to the face? <laughs> Is that against the spirit of this uh, like
0: It's okay. Arrangement? You already just whacked me okay. with the, a okay. vagina.
1: Two hugs and two smacks to the face.
0: <laughs> that, does that make <laughs> it for the hit blows to the face, the hugs? Maybe.
1: Okay. What about a handshake, a hug, and a subtle but not so friendly like like arm hit, arm punch? Like I'm just joshing you, but I hit you a little too hard in the arm kind of a thing?
0: You're going to do it anyways. No, I'm asking. I'm trying, so I'm let it rip. Here, let me tense my stomach first. No, okay, not to go. you.
1: Oh. No, I meant to the Republicans. This, oh. the, I'm not going to okay. hit you in the face. Are you crazy?
0: <laughs> do you have to ask that question? Dude,
1: you were you thought, you thought no, I was, I was, I was negotiating stomach. You hit physically abusing <laughs> you? <laughs> no.
0: Buddy, I know where you sleep. If you want to hit me, that's just fine with me. But still,
1: I can't believe you were like
0: thinking no, I was, thinking I was talking about hitting
1: you. No, now, I am
0: like. Like metaphorically on the podcast, like I was no. I was tensing my metaphorical stomach. I'm talking
1: about the people we're mentoring. Can I can I get two like blows to the face, no. a hug and a handshake in this thing?
0: Try being nice.
1: What's well, what I saying? I was gonna go, So my, my, my next bargaining point was like a hug, a handshake, and a slightly too hard hit to the shoulder. Maybe. Is that good?
0: Maybe. So it's like joshing. But, but only like, if they're in in your age group. Not, like, like a within- five year old. Within plus or minus five years,
1: Can I pick this five-year-old up and throw him.
0: You may not pick up a five-year-old. What if it's throw in his best it. interest? No, he can't vote. What yet.
1: if he's next? Ru- Rush Limbaugh.
0: What if he's what?
1: Next Rush Limbaugh, we know he's next Rush Limbaugh. I throw him. No. You wouldn't want to throw a five-year-old Rush Limbaugh. Pick him up and throw him if you could. Like go back in time machine.
0: I do kind of want to throw the real Rush Limbaugh.
1: But if you could go back and beat up five-year-old Rush Limbaugh.
0: Unless oh, I you're crazy! Five. Unless I was fine. No,
1: I would do it right now. I go back and I would bully the fuck out of that guy. Oh, that's so cool. I don't, cool. dude. It's Rush Limbaugh. I don't care. He's, <laughs> he, I guarantee <laughs> you, he has He had this, the seed of his sadism was like Call, there. What as if a it was old. him
0: and Sarah Palin? I would listen to their show just for the comedy. Yeah. Oh, that would be the worst show ever. Like, like we're trying to be serious. Be like, like I'm on seven different drugs. <laughs> Rush
1: Limbaugh accent so bad. So it's not like his. fucking tom brokaw like on <laughs> mad adderall oh
0: tom brokaw um why isn't he on the news anymore
1: he's, he is he's the he's the chair of like the discovery channels like whatever oh. things he does the like one series like a big special on something
0: but he's Tom brokaw. um
1: no like okay no man but rush limbaugh and like sarah palin is like audio like syrup of Ipecac. That is, like, nasty shit. <laughs> um,
0: She sounds like a youper.
1: Yeah, well, all Alaskans do, because they're fucking crazy. I mean, they're, they are in a world of their own up there giving, with their own accents.
0: They're giving bad reputations to people from the Upper Peninsula.
1: Dude, no, they, they both give bad reputations to each other, because they're all crazy. Like, they're all, like, hey, weird Hey,
0: Lisa and Caroline are awesome.
1: They are they are the fucking diamonds in the fucking rough that is the Upper Peninsula, man. That, that plays with a wasteland. Like it might as well be like like southern Canada. It is so it bad. It is up southern there. Ca- Canada. Yeah, which means it's bad. No, it's terrible.
0: Oh, I hate that Are you long. are you telling me right now that if you had the opportunity to make like just this house Canada, like a Canada no. protectorate, no. you wouldn't? No, not a second.
1: Because Canada is terrible.
0: We don't get to vote anyway,
1: dude. Canada is fucking awful as like a place. Like it's great to pass through, but to live there, it is fucking cold and weird there.
0: Oh, <laughs> cold.
1: And, like, all I think about when I think about the Upper Peninsula, all I think about is, like, flannel. I, th- I see, like, <laughs> I see like a ball of flannel. It's, like, floating in front of my face Everything everything of the Upper there Peninsula. there
0: are a lot of lakes and some pretty forests. Yeah, no, na- naturally. Naturally.
1: But, you know what? Fucking, like, Iran is fucking beautiful sometimes, too, depending on where you are. Like, you know, I don't want fuck to the, fuck the people in the Upper Peninsula and fuck the spirit of the Upper Peninsula. They're from Mackinac Island. That's cool, because they have good fudge. <sighs> you all right there,
0: Tom? Yeah.
1: I can't, I have white-collar guilt.
0: Really? I work in a
1: white-collar job. (laughs) You? I have white-collar guilt.
0: For everybody listening who, because we all work in offices. (laughs) So,
1: I don't think I can have normal conversations with normal people. Really? I don't know if you noticed. I don't think I can do normal small talk at all. I think I'm functionally literate when it comes to small talk, normal small talk.
0: So, you have to go in and ask them immediately what their favorite wine is and... Tell them no, that the indie band they're listening no, 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 to early no, no, no. no, is wrong.
1: it's, it's not a snobish thing. It's not, it's not a matter of snob like class snobbery. It's, it's I I can't talk about normal things. I can't talk. Like, I have to ask them like, would you rather fly or like drown in a pool in the last? Like I, that's the kind of like it's, I, I I. That's why you ask me those questions. Because I can't I can't like fucking when, when my brain thinks something, I either have to ask myself, which makes makes me look a really little weird because I'm talking to myself. or I have to ask somebody else. That like I I don't know. So. And the and the thing is what happens when I do that with people who my white my white collar guilt kicks in for it is like doubly awkward and I and I I get so fucking flustered doing it.
0: So there's a Why? T- it happened
1: twice today. I don't know cuz like I, I, I can't have normal conversations a and if I if I'm having a conversation with someone who's like trying to be really friendly but I perceive them as being like blue collar I get an immediate like oh I, I got to be like Mr. like you know happy go lucky too. I have got to become, you know. I, I I have to prove that I'm not some arrogant like so- fuck.
0: So so what you're saying is you think you're better than them. So you no, have to come down to their level. That's the thing
1: because I'm afraid of thinking I'm better than them that I have to be like, "Oh shit, I got I have to like like yuck it up with these guys." Because I cuz if I'm not if not I I am like a fucking elite prick.
0: You got along fine with my family.
1: Your family's is not like like
0: My dad's a construction worker, my uncle's a farmer, so have, my other uncle's a cop.
1: They're they're intellectual blue collar people. <laughs> but um
0: I am as blue collar as it gets, man.
1: But today it happened twice. So, well, first it was pretty innocuous because like, there, was, there was some guy who came in to fix our printers. I, I had to go, you know, I, I was working in the same area as he was basically because I was working with things I was printing out. And this guy, you know, probably makes twice as much as I do, mm-hmm. Works definitely works half as much as I do. And at the Hooray same time, pray for us in the information <laughs> profession. <laughs> and so I was sitting there and, and I was thinking, like, it's so irrational. Like, like he's talking to I me and I'm talking back to him we're talking about things. And it's so irrational for me to be, like, nervous about being too, like, elite around him. Because this guy, obviously, like, you know, he's he's he does a job and makes a lot more money than I do. Yep. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, God, I got <laughs> to make sure I don't come off as a prick. Like, So, he's, you know, he's cracking jokes about stuff. I'm just like, trying to crack jokes back. And it's so fucking awkward. I'm hearing my – I step out of my body. And I listen to myself <laughs> talking back to him.
0: You can't see it. High-five it with most nice people, but Tom just did the jump out of his body move <laughs> in the chair. And I'm,
1: I'm looking at myself talking to this guy, and I'm just like, what the fuck are you saying? You sound like such a fucking asshole. You sound like an asshole. And you I just and need I, more practice. No, but, I, but I, no, I... Dude, I've had 25 years of practice. And I think... I, but the thing is, Who I think... Who do
0: you talk to that's blue-collar on a regular basis? I don't know.
1: I don't know. Nobody. But I think half the two is I can't have a normal conversation. I can't chit-chat. Yeah, that might be a problem and it happened again later today. Really. Later today. So, so we have our, our male guy at the office. He's a really nice guy. Really mm-hmm. awesome dude. The problem with when I, when I try to have a normal conversation is I tend to lie a lot. Like whatever comes out of my mouth uh-huh. is a lie because I'm saying it to, to to keep the conversation going. I'm desperately trying to like keep it going. So I went to, I went to the kitchen today, the second store in the kitchen. And I went to get try right, it order. it was like 4:30, little peckish, one a bag of chips. No exact change for the, for the for the ATM. The uh, vending machine didn't want that, said, okay. So he's like, no, you can't have stuff. I was like, fuck it, fine. I don't want any chips then. So I'm walking back through the through the mail room, which is mm-hmm. adjacent to our kitchen, and the mail guy sees me. Again, this, this is a guy who definitely makes as much money as I do. Right. If not more. Been there longer than I have. Nice guy. Nicest guy, in the, you know, probably one of the nicest guys in the company. Awesome dude. And he turns to me and he, and he says, like, oh, you know, like, what kind of chips do you like? And so me, I'm just like des like instant like red alert like okay, this normal conversation kind of got I just got to get, get, get through this basically like okay, I got to not seem like a, like a prick. I think that's the problem. Is I this mantra like don't be a prick, don't be a prick, don't be a prick, going so on in my mind. What
0: you're saying is you have performance anxiety. <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, and so I'm just like <laughs> Only oh, when speaking. it's like I don't know like uh you know pretzels like I was I t- this person I, I was trying to buy pretzels so that's that popped to my mind like oh you know like you know do you like cheese its and again, conversation. I'm just like, no, I don't really you know what I'm not a big fan of Cheez Its. I make this whole story about Cheez Its. I like Cheez Its. You love Cheez Its I love Cheez Its. But I'm talking about how I don't like Cheez Its. It's like, you no, know, I'm never really in the mood for Cheez Its. It really... And he's like, What about Cracker Jack? Oh, I love Cracker Jack. You know, it's I'm really no, a big you fan don't. of Cracker Jack. I hate Cracker Jack, dude. <laughs> I hate Cracker Jack. And all of a sudden I realize he's reaching under his desk I'm like, fuck, he's gonna give me some goddamn Cracker Jack. And what do I know? He pulls a bag of Cracker Jack from under his desk and goes, Here, Aww. have this. And, and of course I'm just like, oh that's nice awesome, guy. thanks man For that Cracker Jack And I'm walking away like I had the choice between Cheez-Its and Cracker Jack And didn't know it, and I picked the wrong fucking one The one that I hate, because I can't talk to people I lied to him about what kind of What kind of chips I like And I ended up being screwed because of it What is wrong that's, with me? Yeah, what, what is it, wrong what with you? What is
0: me? wrong with you? We need to just go to some bars where they're only drinking PBR Not in an ironic way And make you talk to people you know, Like it, real people
1: but the thing is, if I talk to real people, I think I'm still going to have the same like, I'm well, sorry, I have questions that, about, like... That
0: way you'll be less nervous.
1: No, but it's not a matter of nerves. It's a matter of, like, I, I just don't like to talk about what kind of chips I like, even if it means I'm going to get chips out of it. And I don't really understand. It, it's and Maybe that's why I'm a prick, because I don't like to talk... I, cause I like to talk about things I want to talk about. I don't really know. I don't know what's going on with my, with my brain. But that's what I want to talk about. So what's up with you?
0: Small talk. Okay. It's probably a good thing you never try to do any speed dating.
1: Why is that? No, I'm, I'm awesome at that kind of shit. Dude, when it comes to like, because I can like,
0: that's the thing. It's like
1: at my my particular brand of like conversation. When you're, when you're trying to oppress women. Yes. What you're saying. It works so well. Not to put my own <laughs> horn. But that's when I'm in my element. But when it comes to like, oh, mailroom small talk, I can't do that. But like mm-hmm. speed dating small talk, bam, I'm like Mr. Questions. Like, okay. The, um, the time you saw an action. Let's call her. Are you? Did she? Oh, I know. I'm, I'll, I'll tell you this off the air. I'll tell you up right. there. Um. Anyways, yeah, I can do like one on one, like with opposite sex, like small talk. I am there, like I am present, asking the right questions, making the right funny. Because my because my non sequitur comments work in that situation. I mean, come on, they worked a little bit when we first heard, when We first met. It right? worked a little bit. Yeah, yeah, just a bit. So, anyways, But I can't joke around like that with people in my office. Well.
0: It might be the whole you're worried about what impression you're gonna give too. Or
1: hmm? something everybody worries about.
0: Yeah, but you seem to have taken it to I another mean, level. Not all of us are like
1: awesome cubicle mates. Like I have like weird people who work near me. No offense to people who work near me.
0: I love my cubicle mates. I know. <laughs> anyway, so let's let's, let's talk. Let's talk about one more on thing Friday. you, you want to talk
1: about, and then oh, am I, not, am I not invited?
0: We're going during lunch. We're gonna be at Union Station. Oh, you're fine. invited if you want to come. No, never mind. We only have a half an hour. It's lame.
1: Birthday celebration on Friday. When not Friday after or evening? Because they're old. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. They're
0: not that old, but
1: anyways. Um, okay, so let's let's get one quick last topic that you want to talk about. Then let's let's wrap this thing up.
0: I think we pretty much covered everything. Want to wrap I it up? To, uh, actually, I just want, I want to tell all the high fiving with knives people out there that Tom decided to wipe up the street with his face. Last week. Oh yeah. yeah, that's right. I told. And I he off my also bike. lied to me because he promised that he would call me when he got out of urgent care, <laughs> and then he didn't. And so I freaked out all day long.
1: I I tempted fate. Oh, okay. I have a, I have a quick theory about this too. <laughs> I was thinking about this on the way home today. Um. So yeah, I, I felt pretty badly last week off my bike because I, I attempted fate for a long time without without wearing a helmet. And, if, if, and riding if,
0: like a crazy person in the street, in the
1: middle of a downtown area. And if, if you know, if fate tells us anything it said. If you tempt fate too often, you're going to be faced with the consequences of attempting of that temptation of fate. <laughs> so, I fell face first off my bike without a helmet. You know, unadvisable. Left a pretty, you know, nasty set of scrapes and cuts and bruises all over my face. But you should have seen the street. you should have seen the street. I beat, <laughs> I beat the hell out of that street. But I was, was bike home today with my helmet on. And I started to realize, like you know what, like there are a lot of people out there in this in this in the city on their bikes you have to be worried about because they're a little bit right. they ca- caution the wind. But there is one group of people that stands out as the people that like if you see them in your peripheral in peripheral vision or if you see them in front of you or behind you, like watch the fuck out. It's tall guys with beards. If you see a tall <laughs> dude with a beard on a bike, watch the fuck out because he is coming. He's dodging traffic. He is jumping over pedestrians. He's doing weird shit to get to where he's going as fast as possible. Beards. Because beards mean hippies, but they're tall bearded people, tall skinny bearded people. They've like, been they're biking like hip- for a while. Yeah, they're like speed hippies, and it's just like <laughs> that is crazy. They're good at this already, so yeah. they know what they're doing. Exactly. Yeah, the way rookie. Yeah. So if you're in a car, if you're in a train, if you're fucking biking yourself, if you're walking, if you're doing anything outdoors or you even see indoors, a dude
0: with a tree, or, or you see a, a dude, dude with a beard, a dude with a beard, a tall dude on a bike.
1: Yes. Just keep your eyes, keep both eyes on that dude because he's he's gonna. He's gonna going risk your life somehow, whether you want to or not. He's, <laughs> He's gonna ride through your living room. <laughs> he will ride over your face if he has to. So just be careful <laughs> for those bearded dudes.
0: He'll just ride straight through your living room <laughs> and then ride out. But yeah, it was a good thing I was wearing a helmet today because as I, I rode my bike to work for the first time in a long time and mm-hmm. noticed that both of my tires are flat, which kind of sucks. But um, so I was going to lock my bike, and I went and I, I, I got it all locked and I straightened up and I hit a drainage pipe that was right next to where I was locking my bike and I knew it was there it has pads, foam pads around it because apparently other people have done this before but if I hadn't been wearing my helmet I would have whacked myself pretty good yeah. I mean I definitely heard it and felt it and went oh good thing I'm wearing a helmet I didn't actually fall off the bike but my helmet still, came in handy. Still,
1: congrats, buddy. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you're. Maybe I you're... should
0: just wear my helmet around all the time. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you know, yeah, the, the, you know the everyday life helmet. But um, all right. So let's wrap this show up. And, and you know what? There is an anniversary. I totally was there... forgot. This is the first anniversary of us. Not. Uh,
0: not screwing up the email. Address. Well, no, actually,
1: also not arguing during the middle of the podcast or anything. So this is a very jovial. Uh, uh, I like it better. Like the spirit that. of understanding was present in this episode. But yeah, it's been episode five. Uh if you want to reach us at high five knives, the best way to do it, the only way to do it really, is to email us at high five knives knives. High five or knives. you can
0: yell really loud and hope we hear you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: high five knives at gmail.com. Uh you know, give us a give us a shout if you want uh to us to talk about something or you know, just to say anything about how bad we are at this.
0: Buy helmets, they're cheap.
1: And uh that's it. Episode five. We'll see you next time you